This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Sarah Bivens. And I'm Matthew Bivens. We had a home birth back in 2016. So we started a podcast about it. And then grew it into a birth brand to help future and current parents believe in their success with home birth. This is the place to hear home birth stories along with helpful resources and tips to feel empowered and supported in your birth journey. This is Doing It At Home. All right, Bivens. Hello. As we have established, we are pregnant. Yes, we are. You, you are, and we like to say we, we are. We are pregnant. We are. And we're very excited. And yes. we're very excited to be back at where we started, which is kind of crazy. This is what we were doing six years ago. I know. Sitting down with some mics and talking about our process and our journey and our experience. Granted, we were further along then. We were almost halfway Three, through our pregnancy. Four months, yeah. Maybe. And about about 16, 18 weeks, I yeah. want to say. And here we are again, pregnant with baby number two. And so as we have mentioned, and of course, I mean, I'm sure it would be kind of expected of us, but we are going to be chronicling this journey, this process, talking about it. So we're going to sit down in couple week increments and essentially highlight what's been going on, how we're feeling, some of the things we're navigating, and just kind of break it down. And then also put it out there for you all listeners to send us your questions so we can answer those too, you know, as the as the journey continues. And it's cool to be documenting earlier than last time, than when we were pregnant with Maya. And it's also really magical to know from the beginning that we're doing home birth. You know, in our first journey, we switched halfway through and to just be clear as crystal <laughs> from day one here that we're having a home birth. And I'm sure a lot's gonna come up. It's gonna be super cool. Cause yes, we've had a home birth, yet as we have learned over the past six years, births can be very different. Pregnancies mm -hmm. can be very different. We're different. You know, Maya is in the mix now too. So it's just, it's so incredible. It's so amazing. And it's also overwhelmingly awesome and humbling. And I'm really excited to just bring everyone along for the ride too. Cause I, I feel like, we were doing it kind of solo. We didn't. We hadn't started the podcast yet when we no, were talking we about our experience. We hadn't built doing it at home, so we didn't have the community. You know, the community grew over time through sharing every you know all these other amazing stories over the years. And so I, I, I really feel like we've had over the past two years since sharing that we were open to conceive that we've had this team, you know, around us all over the world 
supporting, not just doing it at home, but us and our family. And it just, this feels like a very communal experience in general. Like I know it's us, I know it's my body, yet it just feels, it feels really big and in, in an awesome way. Yeah. I've been talking a lot. What do you want to say? Well, you're excited. <laughs> you know, it, it's, um, it was funny when we, when you shared with me that we were pregnant. Which we'll get into the details of that. Yeah. And when you shared that, it probably took five, 10 minutes before our brain started talk, started going to the place of, okay, how do we want to document this? Yeah. How do we want to share this? Like we have this, this experience now that um, is in front of us, meaning, you know, a second pregnancy, knowing all the things we know about what we did with the first pregnancy, like we immediately went to that mental space. So I think it's great. Of course, so excited. Mm -hmm. So excited. I echo everything that you said. And um, yeah, it does feel like a community, a community kiddo, yes, community baby. Absolutely does. You know, like we were talking to our friends in Bali and they were giving us congrats. Right, we were right. talking to friends locally. I dropped off Maya this morning and they were giving us congrats. Oh. It's like from all corners, we're, mm -hmm. we're receiving the love and yes. um, we feel it. And so we are fresh. This is, I'm almost at six weeks. Mm -hmm. So this segment this portion is going to cover weeks zero through six zero through six and we're gonna continue on with other little chunks of of time and you know encapsulate what's been going on in those in those time frames um but for this one i thought it would be appropriate to take a step back for a second and just reiterate you know from maybe someone who is new to the space or who hasn't been um following along with us that this has been a two-year journey of active open to conceive otherwise known as trying to conceive ttc and over the course of that time we have shared on the show some of how we've moved through it some of the ebbs and yeah. flows you know i think we first put it out there around six-ish months i want to say i can check that but and then we did another one a little while later mm -hmm. and then we did another one a little while after that and then kind of quiet about it. And we still got some questions here and there, you know, from the community, you know, how are you doing? How, how are you processing with it? Cause we're also not alone in going through that experience. And for me, it, it has been really beautiful to find empathy and compassion in others who have experienced it or are experiencing it. And to also have the contrast of experience from when we conceived Maya, we conceived Maya in the first month that we said, let's have a baby. And so to know that end of the spectrum to now a two-year process is it's very humbling. And yeah. it gave us a lot of opportunities over the two years to work on ourselves, to grow as a couple, to get present and grateful as a family. Just so, so much. I mean, so much that cannot be, you know, captured in a in a few moments here, but I did just want to highlight that, you know, for someone who didn't know that was a part of our story that it is and um I would say for me and I think you would agree and you know you can share your thoughts but over the past 6 months I feel like a lot of things have really dialed in for us and a lot of things personally, professionally in our family, you know, a lot of things have dialed in to a point where we did surrender and let go of a lot. And then even in the last month, which, you know, we believe in divine timing of things and 
when we did actually conceive, there were a couple of other things too that just came into place, you know, life-wise, like things we were up to, other commitments we had financially, conversations you and I were having about getting on the same page and kind of refreshing about how we felt about this experience and being open to conceive. And so, yeah, I'll pause there. Yeah, two years. You know, when I look back on those two years, I think about what worries and fears each, each you and I worked through. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that one of the big things for me is I had this, this like this paradigm around the age gap in between siblings and what was ideal. Right. And don't really know where I picked it up. I know that my sister and I are 18 months apart and then I'm five years apart from my youngest sister. Um, you have sisters that are about a year and a half apart. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I had this thing of like the ideal time frame, and it was around two years apart. Right. And so much of my the story that I was hung up on around getting pregnant had to do with it. Ha- <clears throat> excuse me, it happening within a certain time frame, mm-hmm. um, so that Maya would have a certain type of sibling experience. Right. And as you know, we, we decided we were ready to, to, to um, get pregnant. And then it was like, okay, it's taking a little while, taking a little while. And so initially, I would say for that first year, I, I was feeling that, that scarcity of time, mm. that the longer it takes for us to get pregnant, the, it would somehow diminish the relationship that Maya would have with her siblings. Sure. Because their age gap would increase and they would... You know, she's not going to want to do this certain things with a sibling with a big age gap. This is just my story. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, now they're not going to be able to ever attend the same school. And I just had this story. And that story created so so many, like, it created a feeling of of pressure, of, of rush, of all that stuff. So we definitely worked on a lot of things individually over those two Mm -hmm. years to be able to get to a point where we were just surrendered like it's it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen Mm -hmm. and even if it's not happening when we want it to like we were we got to a place of just peace and and faith and faith for us is trusting and surrendering Mm -hmm. you know and and trusting your body and surrendering to all the things we don't know Mm -hmm. and i remember you could speak to this i remember you talking about one of the things that you were struggling with was are we not getting pregnant because it's something has to do with my body? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has something to do with your body. Yes. So do you want to talk about that? Sure. I recognized that I had this low grade, I'll call it like a hum because it wasn't loud in the sense of it didn't dictate and, and overpower like my daily life, but it would just be there hanging out in the background. So that's why I say a hum of this belief that my body could not get pregnant again because I knew my body could get pregnant. I've been pregnant before, but Mm -hmm. it was this thing about again, you know, like it can't happen again. And sharing that was healing, just putting it out there. And then my last period before becoming pregnant I really allowed it to come up and I really kind of, I guess, embraced it or in the sense, in the sense of I I told myself or if I'm imagining myself having a conversation with me, like, it's okay. Like, it's okay if you felt that way and it's, it, 
it's all right. You don't have to judge yourself for for feeling that way. And so when my period started on that day of that cycle, two friends, two very close friends were actually here at the house when it started. And I just shared with them what was going on and what was coming up for me. And I got really emotional. And they're both moms. And they both just sandwiched me and gave me this hug and this yeah. like bubble of love that just feel like I really needed in that moment. And it just, it gave me the permission to just cry. And, you know, they, they got a little emotional too. I think they were just feeling it because that was kind of like seeping it all over the place. But <laughs> it, it's just what I needed in that moment. And so I, I felt like that was a very uh, cathartic and healing thing because, you know, another part of our process over the past two years, at one point we were open to and then did follow through with a semen analysis for you. Mm-hmm. And it yep. came back, you know, flying colors, everything. I mean, like sperms of the gods. You, you, It was a really great report. And so, of course, I was thrilled by that. And then as time kept going on, you know, I, I did look to myself a couple of times there like, well, it must be me then. So that was a thing. And I can totally empathize and, and feel and I have so much compassion for someone going through that conversation as well. And even what I think about now is say I got something medically uh, verified that said it was Again, what would that have would that have changed or what would that have done? Because I don't know. I don't I'm I'm kind of like losing my train of thought a little bit with it. But even if there was something that told me, yes, there's something wrong with your body, it still doesn't serve me. And that's what I was coming. It doesn't serve me to believe that. Yeah. That belief doesn't serve me. Whoever can corroborate it or not, that's not it's not serving me in in being open to having another baby, of course, but then it's also just not serving me in general in my relationship with my body and my relationship with myself. So yes, that was definitely a thing. Yeah. So essentially for two years, we just had an opportunity to look at ourselves yes, yes. and look at those stories and look at those things that we were creating and latching on to that was making us doubt ourselves, making us feel impatient about the process, making us feel frustrated. And, and, and honestly, for a while, I felt like we were being pulled away from being present with what we have. Yes. Which is which is Maya, yes. which is a, a healthy, incredible, you know, little girl. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier on that the last six months for us was sort of a, a big shift. Um, and it was, mm-hmm. you know, the, the wrapping up of the, or like the, entering the holiday season of 2021 through this first three months of 2022. Um, was big and I think intentionally we slowed things down. Mm -hmm. We made even greater commitments that we would be present and together when we're at home, you know, and and do more things intentionally together, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, all three of us going outside to play or doing board games or like we were just more intentional. We just dialed up the intentionality Mm -hmm. of spending time together and it, the, you know, even little things like picking my up from school a couple hours earlier than mm-hmm. we normally do, just to spend that time. You know, I, I really felt like through the process over the over the two years in this conception journey, it uh, gave us the opportunity to look at ourselves, have some really raw and vulnerable conversations as a couple, which we did, which we <laughs> did a lot of them, 
um, share things with our community and and lean on our support systems, yeah. um, but then also increase our gratitude and the quality time that we spend with each other as a family. Mm. Um, you and I as a couple, you know, date nights is something that have been important an important part of our relationship. And I would say over the last year or two, um, they they sort of fell in terms of where we had them as priority. Yeah, it waned a bit. Waned a bit. Yeah. And it got boosted back up yes. in the last six months. So just the 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 intentionality behind our relationships increased. We looked at ourselves very deeply. Um, we shared vulnerably and 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 courageously what was coming up for us and so yeah, there was a lot of healing that took place over the last six months or last two years. Yes. Um, and it's going to continue. For you sure. Because we there's this is never an ending experience of, of coming to know ourselves and looking at ourselves. And so now that we're entering this, you know, this this pregnancy phase, um, it'll be really cool to see what comes up. Mm-hmm. We were talking last night about things that might come up with families. Yeah, you know, like like things that happened in it went with Maya's pregnancy that mm-hmm. we don't want to carry that energy over. We don't want to carry and recreate certain scenarios. Sure. So, of course, there's going to be things for us to look at and address. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we're always up for it, yeah. which I think is great. And yeah, it's been a. I, I would say even before last last week when we discovered we were pregnant, if you had asked us about. The two years, you know what I mean? We would say it was, it's been, it's been a blessing in a lot of ways. Yes. Um, not because it was easy, not because it was what we wanted, but clearly it was what, what we needed to look at certain things. So yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a whole mixed bag and I'm grateful for all of it. <laughs> that was well said. I do want to mention something real quick because I'm thinking about the listener or, you know, the doing it at home fan, which we have so many of them and I'm so grateful for all of them. Yes. It's amazing to Y'all, the messages we receive from you, it's just so heart swelling and magical and awesome. And there are people who have been listening since day one or people who have listened to all episodes since, you know, coming into the space and are now, you know, fully caught up and updated. I'm thinking about the listener who has wondered this and I want to answer this because I would probably be wondering this too. And so I got you if you if you're listening right now and this has applied to you. Wondering if it's ever been hard for us to listen to birth stories week after week and interview people week after week about their birth experiences while we were going through that and particularly during some of the ebbs. So I'm thinking about the person who might have wondered that. And if you did wonder that or are wondering that, I will say for myself personally, absolutely. It was difficult at times. Um, I will not lie about that. I'm human and there were absolutely days where it was harder to get on the mic and put myself in a space of not carrying any of my stuff into the energy because the way that we choose to do this podcast and the way that we choose to hold this space and be who we are, we are there with you while we are you are telling your story. And yeah. we are so committed to the, the process and the experience of bringing your story forward and forth and into, into the community and onto the platform and to allow you that that time so it it is a lot of energy and it's a lot of a lot of time and you know this is something we've dedicated ourselves to and yes there were absolutely days and moments for me where it was hard to get up and do it um and that's me that's that's my stuff that's not you know we've chosen this we, we chose this space you know i have full option at any point to 
do what I need to do for me. But that's just me being real and raw and transparent and vulnerable that yes, there have been times where it's been difficult. And yes, there were times where it's difficult to open the Instagram feed and see what's mm. going on and see who's announcing another pregnancy or wh whatever. So, um, and for someone who maybe feels any of that by us announcing ours, I get it. Yeah. I, I yeah. understand and I, I feel that. And, you know, my, my pro my, I guess my feedback on that or how I did it, I just didn't open it then. <laughs> I just didn't look at, I didn't, I didn't put myself in spaces that I didn't need to be in energetically, mentally, emotionally. So if that means, you know, you unfollow some people or mute some people or not listen to certain episodes or, or whatever, you do what you need for you. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that because it had to have been in one person's mind. I think we, we talked about it. Yeah, Whether maybe was, we have, but maybe not I just on, wanted on the to, show. But you and oh, I talked. Yeah, about we've it. definitely talked about. It. Yeah, but I didn't think we had talked about it on the show. Yeah, I, I think for me, um, somewhat challenging at times. What was much more challenging for me was when um, you had a very close friend announce her second pregnancy, and I had a mm -hmm. very close friend announce his second pregnancy, and that was that was tough for me. Mm. Um, I remember when my friend announced his pregnancy, he and his wife were having their second child. We had just returned from our Disney World trip and I was just feeling the blues a couple days after returning from that trip. And what it was for me, and it, and it was, you know, the, it was one of the low points of, of the two year journey for me where I had this conversation of, you know, we just got back from Disney. Maya was five years old at the time and everything that she was experiencing was new. Mm -hmm. And she was experiencing n new because um, she's remembering now. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So like we went on certain rides that she had never done before. And that was the first time and yeah. she had memories of it. And when we got home from the trip, I just realized, oh my gosh, like we won't have that, those firsts anymore. Um, and again, I was, I was in a low, I was feeling just like emotionally low. So you sort of, you, you find reasons to feel even lower. Yeah. And so yeah. that, that's kind of, I was like, oh, she'll never go on Splash Mountain again for the first time. <laughs> you know, I was feeling like that. Yeah. Um, and then I thought, wow, you know, if we don't have any other kids, that was the last time I'll have a first time. Mm -hmm. And then my yeah. buddy said, and then my buddy said, hey, we're pregnant. Yeah. And so that that was that was tough for me um coming on the show and holding space and listening to the stories um is has is always is always wonderful and magical and fantastic um yeah and 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 i think a couple moments here and there mm -hmm. you know it was like okay and then we show up and 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 we hold that space and um i think it's great that you brought that up for the person who was wondering it mm -hmm. because it is a very human thing to wonder like yeah. oh wow two people who are you know, kind of going through struggles with becoming pregnant mm -hmm. and they're talking every week to people talking about their mm -hmm. pregnancies and births. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality. For your most precious gift, Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, okay, should we shift gears and talk about the day we found out? Let's do it. Let's okay. talk about six days ago. Yes, yeah, so Wednesday. It was Wednesday, March 23rd. And I was by myself. <laughs> so there are some parallels with the finding out I was pregnant with Maya. By myself in the house. I was about six days late. And prior to that day, my mom had been visiting us. And so once I became like one day late, which has happened, you know, and what's late, you know, sometimes as yeah, I track right. my cycle. But as I realized my period was not coming and I was not having period like symptoms, you know, with my mom visiting, I was like, I'm not going to escape out of this house and take a test and, you know, hide in the bathroom. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I also have not taken a pregnancy test in many a moon because I was just sick of getting negative pregnancy tests. And yeah, because we took yeah, a number of them. Yep. And years. it was just getting to a point at, at one point in time, I was just prematurely taking them you know, like taking them and, and not really listening to my body. You know, I think even sometimes I took them when I knew a period was coming, but I would still take it and I would kind of put myself through that. That's interesting. I I didn't know that you did that. At some level, I had to have known because of what my body was doing or not doing. But maybe I was that one day late, you know, like I, I, like I mentioned. And so well, I'm just going to take a test because I'm I, one day late. And so I remember a couple of moments where you had some sort of sensation and you, you know, the question was, is this a, is this the cycle sensation mm -hmm. I'm feeling or is this a pregnancy sensation? Because so many of them are so similar. Yeah. They're yeah. so similar. They are, you know, one and the same. So um, lately I've had, you know, with the, I said I cried my last period, but I've had a better relationship with my period. I was even like, cool, I'm going to get some new period gear. You know, I was kind of excited about it. I was like, I'm going to get a new menstrual cup. I'm going to get new period underwear. Like, ooh, let's jazz this up. So, I, you know, did all of that, of course. And um, so back to a couple days ago, I just figured if I still didn't have my period when my mom left, I'd, you know, once I had time to myself, I'd go and go out and do it. And so I had a meeting in the morning and was on my way home from that. And still no blood and i was just like well all right at, at this point i feel peaceful either way because at times i had geared up for a period i was carrying my menstrual cup with me everywhere i was yeah. like putting it in my purse anywhere i went i saw wanted it, to be prepared i saw it about two days prior to taking the test and okay. so i was like oh, okay sarah's sarah's cycle is about to return yes like the, the colorful bag is out and must be time yeah so i get home i i, I purchased a box of tests get home and do my thing, put the test on the counter. And I didn't even have my pants up yet. I was still like, I guess I just took my time. And I look back at the counter and it says pregnant. And I went, ah! <laughs> I literally yelped like a, like, ah! like I saw a ghost. And I saw a ghost in, in a Popeye 
cartoon. I guess so. Oh. So I, but that's probably, I, I, that is what it sounded like. I can almost guarantee. And I just didn't know what to do. So I paced the house. I literally, I walked out of our guest bathroom. I walked up and down the living room, back into the hallway, back into the bathroom. And I think I did ah! like a few more times. And I immediately grabbed my phone because we live in 2022. And I was thinking about documenting, you know, all, you know, my mind just went to that, I guess, in, in all the emotions that were coming up. I still had the wherewithal, I guess, to be like, capture this. You probably want this moment for something. And I videoed myself just crying, just holding, but like crying, laughing, like at the same time. Like I'm like, but I'm like, like, like it was a happy cry. Oh, it was a total happy cry. Yes. But it was just this like, wow. And I said, wow, a number of times. And wow, wow, wow. And, um, did a little happy dance and sat on the floor of the bathroom and just stared off into nothing. And I just was in a swirl by myself like that for a while. And I knew you weren't going to be home for a couple hours because you were out. You had mm -hmm. stuff going on. And I was like, damn it. Here we are again because the same thing happened with Maya. I took a test by myself at home while you were gone and you were gone for like the rest of the afternoon and I just had to sit there. And so in my mind, I knew a kind of a, a where in town you were. So I was like, do I just get in the car and drive out there and just like find him and bust into like wherever he is? And I thought, I think you were going to be at the gym or something. I was like, do I just go to the gym and you know, I'm pregnant. Like what, what do I do? Your and inner monologue voice is great. I know. Uh, Sounds like Target Lady. Oh, wow. love Target Lady. I'm so excited. And I just sat there on the floor. And I, I didn't want to call you. I didn't want to like rouse anything and tell you like you need to come home. So I was like, I'm just going to be peaceful with that. And so to satisfy the need that I had, though, I FaceTimed my friend Erica who we've had on the show. Mm -hmm. She and Anthony are very close. They're family to us. And um, they shared their home birth of their daughter, Ava. I FaceTimed her and I'm like, hey. She's like, hi. And I said, do you, do you, do you okay? Do you have a minute? And she's like, yeah. And I just held she, up the test. I'm sure she was wondering, why are you FaceTiming me? Yeah, she thought she thought at first it was like an accident because the oh. FaceTime button is right there, you know, next to calling someone on audio sometimes. So I think she was like, oh, maybe she, you know, accidentally FaceTimed me. But I showed her the test and she covered her mouth with her hand and went ah! like a really long wow. squeal kind of noise. And I was just like, I know, I know. And so we just, she has been there for so much. Um, we, we've had such an amazing support system. And Erica is just my text buddy. If I'm on the phone sitting there and I'm texting someone, it's likely Erica. You know this. <laughs> yes. You and her are my favorite little um icons at the top of my text messages because you are literally the people i text the most and she's just been there for so much you know i texted her a lot of those cycles where i was like i'm a day late what do i do or i'm two days late or took another test it's negative or you know working on my affirmations and texting her things at times like my body can get pregnant i will be pregnant she, she's just you know been such a great soul sister and friend yeah and i just knew that she in that moment could be the person to you know, hold that space and be excited and all of that. So it was really magical. It was really magical to share that with her. And, 
you know, she's like, okay, cool. I love you. And I was like, I'm so sorry, but you cannot tell anyone for like 24 hours. And she's like, I know, I know. And so it's like, you know, just, just, you know, um, and she did, she did a great job. She didn't tell her husband. She didn't tell Anthony, but so then I waited for you and I thought, okay, this is a great moment. This is a great opportunity. Do, how do I document this? Do I do something cute and funny? Do I do some elaborate thing? How much time do I have? Should I go out somewhere? Should I go to Target? You know, like all of that kind of came up. And I settled with, I remembered you earlier the week before had put out there into the universe. You said, I'm playing for a surprise this week. I did. Yes. You just said it, you know, and, and that's very, that's very normal in this house to say things like that so you're like i'm playing for a surprise and i said oh that's awesome cool so i capitalized on that and i found a little gift bag we had in the house i found some tissue paper and i wrapped up the pregnancy test in the tissue paper put it in the bag and just waited for you to come home and so when you did i was sitting in side note our newly decorated extra room in the house we have a three-bedroom house with an office where we do all the podcast and recording and the third bedroom was kind of multi-purpose at times. It was a playroom for Maya when she was littler and actually did things that warranted a playroom, but now she doesn't. And so it was just kind of this nothing room for a while. And so, at you know, I had earmarked it for a nursery. And over this past year and like more six months, I, you know, committed to making it a space for myself. So it's kind of like a cheese shed now, if you will. It's beautifully painted. It has these gorgeous drapes. It has this plush carpet and it's just it's so it's like my Bridgerton room (laughs) if anyone can appreciate that so just get that complete by the way love love that um and sitting in there and you came home and I guess I swear I could kick it over to you if you want because this is where you enter the scene so I came home and I forgot what we were what was on our schedule but my mind was was somewhere else um, and so I came home into the house. I was mentally preoccupied somewhere else and, and saw that you were in the room, went into the room, said hello to you. And then I think that's when you said, I have, I have a surprise for you. I was like, oh, okay. And, and then you said, you, you mentioned you wanted to be surprised. And I made it one of my goals from my, my small group. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So this is some, some little gift. Meaning I made it a goal for my small group. We make goals to give you a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Your goal was give Matthew a surprise. That's what I kind of wrapped it up in. I said this was a goal of mine. Yeah, yeah. So then I came and I I sat down on the couch and you handed me this little orange bag. And um, I started taking out the, 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 the paper, expecting some sort of little trinket or something. And the I shook it, I, you know, I tilted the bag and the pregnancy test fell out. But I didn't know it was a pregnancy test. It was just a stick. And so I, I 100% thought that you had gotten me either an electric toothbrush <laughs> or an electric like shaver. <laughs> and so in my mind, I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of like a, I guess it's an okay surprise. It's a surprise. I wasn't expecting it. Um, and so then I, I grabbed the stick and I just turned it around and I saw the word pregnant. And this was, again, the... The furthest thing from my mind. You know, I walked into the room preoccupied with something else. Here you are giving me a surprise. I thought the surprise was a toothbrush from when I first saw it. (laughs) So then to see the word pregnant, it it came so out of left field that, you know, we have a video of this. Y'all. And my my face went from like Uh, this this small little smile to just 
blank. It's it's gif worthy. Like yeah. it's the face of someone with just a normal default smile, you know, like n- nothing really too, you know, high or low going on. It's just a default smile to a what the fuck? Like a what? Like so it goes your 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 lips went from wide to a like a a, a mild smile to completely down and your eyebrows come down and just in this you know shock it's face. My, yeah, it's my, my face just went blank. Awesome. And I looked up at you and I said, "Are you serious?" Yeah, like, that's what you said. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. You know, because it had been two years of of negative pregnancy tests, and um, several months ago, we had just a very deep conversation around where we were at in this pregnancy journey, and I had shared that I'm I'm at a a space where I know that the order has been placed, and our job is to just let it arrive. Mm-hmm. Kind of like when you order a pizza, you know, you order the pizza and you don't keep calling back to see if, to make sure that they got the order and keep checking out the window to see. You just let them, let them arrive. Mm. And so I was like, we put out that order in the universe that we want another baby. It's out there. I'm just going to be at peace. And so I was very much at peace. In my mind, I had let go of the timeline of Maya being little. And well, if she's 10 years old and we have another baby, that's beautiful. If she's 15, that's beautiful so unattached so then when i we saw that pregnancy test it was it 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 came completely out of left field Mm. and um i i just i just kept repeating are you serious yeah wow are you serious and it's interesting because shortly after i i didn't feel that sense of jumping up and down, celebrating, Mm -hmm. hugging, crying. Like we felt that when we, on our first pregnancy with Maya, like we felt the, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I didn't feel that this time. Mm. And so there was a moment that I was like, am I, is there something wrong that I'm not feeling this way? Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, we talked about that because we just sat in that room looking at the pregnancy test Mm -hmm. and just, asking ourselves no that was asking you i'm like i i I feel i feel great and i I feel just like very chill about it Mm -hmm. and wondering like okay when is the rush of emotion gonna come in and hit me and um i think it has it has come in more and more over time particularly as we've as we've told people right Um, but in that moment it was oh my gosh we're pregnant yeah, it has wow. been a slower progression. It's been yeah of sinking in. There's there's definitely been a longer sink in process this yeah. time. Yes, and it was interesting because when we first got pregnant with Maya, as soon as we found out, in my mind it was I'm, I'm thinking, okay, things now need to get into action. What do we do now? We got to start preparing somehow. We got to get a doctor's appointment, and then this time, like, we don't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> we don't do anything. I mean. Yeah. Um, we were we're standing in the room that is now you know Sarah's Sarah's Bridgerton room <laughs> that will end up being the nursery and I mm-hmm. thought well I don't need to put a crib in here until like a month before baby's gonna come mm-hmm. like I don't I didn't feel this need to like get into go mode right um, and I just think that's that's uh, just the difference between maybe baby one baby two or where mm-hmm. we were at individually emotionally but. Mm-hmm. Um, even today, even right now, recording this, we're six days, six days into this experience, and I'm, I just, you know, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I, I love talking about 
with Maya in particular, I love talking about baby number two. And I had a dream last night <laughs> that, that the second baby was here. So uh, I'm excited. And I, I still have this level of just like peace and groundedness around it. And um, it's, yeah, it's just, it's cool. Like everything about this experience is, is going to be, I don't know, I'm just, I'm, I'm excitedly anticipating pregnancy and um, your belly mm. and the connecting with our midwives again mm. and just showing Maya how big the baby is according to fruit sizes. So we told Maya. We did tell Maya. We chose to tell Maya and telling her was super sweet. We it got was. that on video. And the highlights for me were when we first told her, she covered her mouth with her hands and she said holy broccoli <laughs> Maya says broccoli by the way she does not say guacamole and I do not want to correct her so she said that and then she said this is all I've wanted my whole life <laughs> yeah that was and cute. then after a few more minutes she said mommy I want to be next to you and the baby comes out and I said okay yeah that was cool. cool we can talk about that we that's a possibility it's something that I've I've you know held space for and, mm -hmm. and desired as well for her to want to be there you know i remember going back years 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 when the first mom told us about how they sort of trained their mm. their other kid mm -hmm. to be to be present like we're gonna do you know mommy's gonna make some noises so let's go ahead and make some noises yeah and i just thought that was such a, a a beautiful exercise to get the sibling prepared and i thought oh i would love to be able to experience that mm -hmm. so when maya said that she wanted to be present I was like, wow that's yes. And the way she said it too, like yeah, she was clear. She was clear. Yep. We weren't even talking about that. Yeah, it was her own. And she just thought it came to her, and she wanted to express that. That was so beautiful. Yes. So, we've told some more family and friends close to us yep. over this past week. So here we are. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about you know as we come upon week six, what's kind of going on? Like, what's the scene here? What are some of the things that are happening? So yes, we've told it's some of our- It's week six, yeah, but it's only day six for us. Of knowing, of yes. Of knowing. Yep, for sure. We've yep. only known for six days. Yes, good distinction. And, <laughs> and it, it is it is the sixth week of pregnancy. Yes. You know, roughly. Yes. Um. So yeah, just the yes. distinction of the things that we're about to share now is what's gone down for the past six days. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. And we secured our midwife and we yeah. will be using the same midwife that we had with Maya. And I'm really excited about that. That's so I'm cool. Really glad. It, to your point, it's only been six days yet. I'm really glad we reached out when we did because midwives be busy. <laughs> Yeah, she was booked. <laughs> and so the, they were fully booked. And so when I spoke Through the to year. I didn't speak to her at first. I spoke to someone else from the office and she said, you know, we are full, but I will call her and I will have her get back to you and, you know, we'll we'll see what we can do. And so when I spoke to our midwife, it was so magical talking to her. She said, I'm so excited for you all. I'm so, I've been praying for you and, you know, um, they they said we were were booked, but I said, oh no no, we we're taking Sarah. We're we're taking <laughs> yeah, Sarah. Yeah, so that was really cool to that, hear. Yeah, that was very affirming and very beautiful, and it just feels great to have established that, and yeah. you know that our, our team is is formulating, and you know um, it'll be towards the end of November, mm -hmm. and um, I don't want to say an exact date because as we know here, it's a it's a guest date at best, so November -ish. we will likely have a baby in November fall. Yes, and um, that's that's that. 
And so things are are coming together, you know, slowly but surely. And it, it feels very organic. Like to your point, I also don't feel a need to do a bunch of things. I mean, securing the midwife was probably like one to do that. Again, I'm very glad yep. we did it when we did it. But other than that, there's nothing that needs to happen or be done. I, I feel really great in my body. I'll, you know, I'll share about that. I feel, I definitely feel pregnant. I, my body knows that it is pregnant. Um, what are I'm, the signs for you that you're, my breasts are super tender. Like my nipples are very, and that happened first time. Yeah, that was, I had that feeling before finding out I was pregnant. Um, didn't happen this time. It, it is funny, you know, it could be a mental thing, but it was like once I knew I was pregnant, like once the stick told me I was pregnant, it all just kind of fell into place as far as how I was feeling physically or what was coming up. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, it makes sense then because I'm pregnant. Um, so the breasts that's going on, I felt some of the, um, like pokey, uh, you know, implantation slash maybe things are just like getting settled and, and tucked in here. But I feel it is a crampy feeling, but not like period cramps. It's it's very different. Mm. It's very distinct. It's almost like a like a poke or a pinch. Um, so I felt a little bit of that and I'm just bloated. I already feel like I look pregnant. And Maya said, Mommy, I can already see the baby. Yeah, the day we told her. She's like, oh, I already see it. That, that was funny. That was a five-year-old comment. But it's just, I know it's bloating. It's not showing, but it's just, it's not going away. Like, I can't, I can't kind of suck my stomach back in the way that I could on like a normal non-pregnant bloated day. Um, so I can already kind of feel that. And I've got a little bit of nausea. Not currently, but, you know, I felt it a little bit here and there and maybe like a little bit of fatigue um, mm. here and there, but but a tiny bit. Otherwise, I feel really great. I feel really great about how I'm nourishing my body and all all of it. My body feels, um, it feels different also. Do you, Are you going through changes? Do you have sympathy? No, it sympathy just feels different. Feelings. I mean, over the last six days, my legs were sore. Oh. Yeah, it was weird. My legs were sore. Um <laughs> My like my my hamstrings and my glutes. It might be because I worked out my legs last week. Uh huh. But I mean, who knows? It could also be related to the pregnancy. The energetic. We're so connected. Yeah. That you're taking on. So who knows? Maybe you're taking on some of that for me. Thank you. You're such a. You know, we do a lot. A guy. The physical load us partners go through. You certainly do. I won't diminish that in the slightest. And I will also say you're ridiculous right now in this moment. <laughs> and I love you. <laughs> Um, the, one of the things I want to put out there and this could be wrapping up, but I, we want your questions. Yes, we do. We want to know what you want to know from us, what questions we can answer as we continue to document, you know, so this next round here that we go through this next couple of weeks, you know, we'll be hitting some of the highlights. We'll be sharing what's going on, how we're preparing, what we're doing. And then, you know, if you have questions, if you are also pregnant at any stage along the way and, you know, want to just want to know what's going on with someone else because we haven't had this on the show before. We haven't had a full chronicling, you know, of the whole experience. We didn't even do it with Maya in this way. Yeah. So it's, it's cool. It's a really great opportunity for us, of course, but I think it's a great opportunity for the community because you have two people right now in real time going through this that you have the ability to reach out to and ask questions of and, and get feedback around, so. And and no questions off limits. Correct, I mean, use you know, us. You, you all know if you've been listening <laughs> for a while, like we're very transparent, Yeah, we're very honest and vulnerable. And 
Um, our intention is to document in this style, like we're doing now, sit down, kind of have a longer form conversation, mm-hmm. um, document from now until after baby comes. And, you know, we'll probably sit down and do this type of thing every month. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this this conversation now covers weeks zero to six. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one will probably take us into, you know, month number two. Right. And then from there, we'll just do it every month. We'll sit down. Yep. And have conversations yeah, and talk about weeks are in that month. Yep, yeah. and talk about what's been coming up emotionally, mentally, preparation wise. Um, we'll answer your questions, so please send those questions in. What's the best way for them to send questions? Hello at diahpodcast.com or there's a contact form on our website diahpodcast.com. Cool, and then those would be the best ways. Probably at some point we might ask questions from within our um, our online group, our mm-hmm. community. So yep. Join that yeah. if you haven't done that already. Mm-hmm. And anything else? Oh, I want to throw out there part of why I feel like I'm feeling so great and so well nourished and everything is I'm taking all needed products right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> everything needed offers for pregnancy. I am I am doing, and so I I love them so much. Um, Julie and Ryan, they've both been on the show. The co-founders, mm-hmm. they've both had home births, and we've you know we've been in touch with them for a while. And so I'm just very grateful to have found a place where I can you know be be fueling my body and you know setting it up for baby to just really have an optimal health experience. So I'll post a link um, in the show notes for Needed, and we have a sweet discount code for you too that you can check out there for their products. Um, you know, from the prenatal to omega three collagen pre-probiotic, um, and so many great things. Things for hydration, which it's about to be hot here in Atlanta. So it's great to have stay that. well hydrated. We've, and we've been using Needed for a while. Oh, yeah. In, in, the, in the preconception process. Preconception. It's, that's a great time. Past so. couple of years, we've been using Needed. And yep. some of the stuff that I've even taken too. Like, mm-hmm. what have I had? The collagen? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So um, we dig Needed. Yes. So check that out. And I think... I think that's all for now. I'm, again, super excited about everything. I'm really excited to share this with everyone, to put it out there, to have it out in the space. And, you know, please, please, please send us your questions. We so appreciate your love and support and for being a part of this space. And I think that's it. That's it. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Quick note about the Doing It at Home podcast. Matthew and I are not doctors or medical professionals, and nothing we say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. If you have medical or health-related questions, please take them to a trained professional. We're here simply to entertain you with stories and conversations about pregnancy, birth, and parenthood. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved? Datages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Datages. That's D A D A G E S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.